you are listening to an episode of Back Row Movie News. The podcast name and scope has changed. It is now the Broken Record Podcast, uh, but you can still enjoy the past episodes of Back Row Movie News on this feed. Make sure you follow uh, the Broken Record Podcast or Podcast Broken Record. Depends on what social media site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on future episodes. What's going on, you guys? Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Back Row Movie News. It's another solo episode for this guy, Two Thumbs. And today I'm just going to take a real quick look at what uh, Captain Orm's deal is in Alien Covenant. And that's right here on Back Row Movie News. Welcome to the best seat in the house, everybody. I'm Chase Kupo. Uh, before we get started, if you can please consider subscribing to the YouTube channel and then rating us on Facebook and iTunes. Uh, anything you do helps us out greatly. Thank you guys for the support. Uh, so, Captain Orm. Well, first let's start with what he was before Captain of the Covenant. He grew up in a Pentecostal household and suffered from a lot of abuse. And that's how we have on his childhood. Uh, so fast forward again to his position on the Covenant. He was hired as the executive officer and chief science officer. He respected Captain Jacob Branson's leadership abilities, personality, and smarts enough, but he wasn't a huge fan. He also has a chip on his shoulder due to ridicule and discrimination due to his religious beliefs. Uh, He was not selected as captain of the covenant, and he believes, I also think it's true, that it is because of his faith. He also seems to be sort of more of an introverted, kind of nervous kind of guy, not the, uh, the outward, you know, action hero. Uh, his childhood experiences being seem to be the reason that he is that way. And his decisions and attitude throughout the film are reflective of this. It is clear that after all these years of pent-up anger and fear that being forced into the captain's chair when he was least expecting it, straight out of a hypersleep on a deep space colony mission during a near-catastrophic event, plus the team was definitely... it was Team Jacob. Most already knew, loved, and respected him as their captain... They believed in him as the leader of their ship and their future colony. So for Orm to take over after his death, ten minutes or less into the film, was tough on Orm. And from there, he starts fucking up. He quantifies the deaths and begins to plan things out before he truly takes time to deal with the death, which was of 47 colonists, 16 embryos, and their beloved captain. He gives a quick sort of eulogy to start his briefing of the crew, which is fine. He just doesn't stick with it long enough. In the novelization for the movie, it was revealed that he forces Daniels, the captain's widowed wife, to stop working to get over it. She said she's more comfortable working through it. Her checking out the equipment in the terraforming bay proves that she can handle her, her duties just fine through the adversity, and he tells her to quote-unquote cry it out, which uh, it's rather belittling. Getting back to his debriefing of the crew, several members agree that they should take just enough time to say goodbye to Jacob and honor the colonists. Orm chooses this as time to establish his leadership and dominance by standing put on his instructions to get to work instead of mourning for a little while. This immediately rubs the crew wrong. I can already wrap this up and say what I really wrote all that for. Orm was not a bad leader because of his religious beliefs and the problems that he thinks people have with them. He is a bad leader due to his, the self-doubt that is created when he thinks that he constantly has to fight everyone to be respected. As the film goes on, people begin to warm up to him, and he even warms up a little. 
He begins to take a sort of a heroic turn and smart turn as he shoots the Neomorph that killed Rosie and David was attempting to tame. He calls out David on his shit and he nearly saves everyone before falling victim to David's persuasion, his general curiosity, and the call to figure out if God has something in store for him. He does, according to the novelization, think that he is there due to God's will and that he is important, which does actually reveal that his religious beliefs can sometimes cloud his judgment, but that's not the main problem. So he is, in my opinion, kind of a tragic character. He doesn't fit the definition super well, but I prefer to be optimistic when I look at this movie, even when I am acknowledging its flaws, such as in my episode, Alien Covenant, What It Can Learn from Blade Runner 2049. You can check it out. It's on the channel. It's right there. You can't miss it. So taking some time to think about Orm's character in the movie, the novelization, and discerning some of the intent from Ridley Scott and company, it leads me to feel for the character. His life led him to falter in the most important and dangerous situation he, he was ever faced with. I think that's sad. Uh, Orm is another character with a lot of potential in the Prometheus series that lives as a religious scientist. He was written in a way that the framework of a very compelling and complex character exists, but several things ruin it. One, the cold, detached characters that Ridley Scott seems to prefer in his scripts. Two, the runtime. Scott prefers a movie around two hours, and it fits with the Alien franchise runtimes mostly, so I see why it is only about two hours, but Christ, it needed about 30 more minutes. And three, the story had to be half alien, half Prometheus, so it ended up feeling like three incomplete movies. And lastly, four, too many characters mean that any time spent developing characters early on was not followed through later. Or, in Orin's case, the beginning introduced him well and sort of started some development, but the size of the cast, the pacing, the focus in the script, and the character problems in general soiled his development in the second half. Orm could have been great. Well, everybody, thank you for checking this out. Uh, I highly appreciate any time anyone really spends watching or listening to the episodes. Uh, it's nice to express myself and to have people you know, listening to it, thinking about it, or interacting with me at all. So I really appreciate that. And uh, that about wraps it up for today. In the meantime, you can give us a like and subscribe to the channel. You can drop a comment down below. Tell me what you think about Orem and Alien Covenant in general. Also, tell me how you feel about the, the format of this video. I did it more... More like a classic video essay on YouTube. I think I did. I tried at least. Sorry about the bare bones background, but for several reasons, I decided to stop trying. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BackRowOfficial for updates on upcoming movie news coming to you guys. Uh, right now, we've got the Crimes of Grindelwald review and sequel discussion. That's up on the channel with my sister and I. Uh, on, I'm going to film the... Uh, the normal episode which has been missing this week sorry like love and i are going to do that on monday so get ready for that and uh i'm also going to be working on my fourth film fourth film nice my fourth episode in the alien legacy series i'll do that on monday too so get ready for a lot of alien content while case is not looking thank you guys again for watching and listening and have a nice rest of the day bye <laughs>